Sorry. I want to talk about uh are we live? There we go. Um I want hey, everybody, to talk everybody, about welcome. You want to introduce us? No, go ahead. While we're go here. Thank you for tuning in. This is Michael and the Bear. I'm JJ and this is Michael. Hey everybody. Where we talk about cryptocurrency on a deeper level. Yes. What are we talking about? I want to talk about BAT, B-A-T, and the Brave browser. Yeah, something I don't know very much about. Okay. So uh, if people don't know, BAT is like, or the Brave browser is like the crypto browser. Um, it's supposed to be uh, ad-free and blah, blah. And Does it have any other purpose? I mean, is it just, just, does anybody else use it or is it just a crypto browser? I think it's pretty much just a crypto browser right now. Like no one, it's mainly just like an ad-free browser, but it's it's getting its legs through the crypto community. And I wanted to bring it up because the guy who, hold on. Um, the guy, the guy who has some history, it, public history. Yeah, so the public history of uh, Brendan Ike, Ike, uh, E-I-C-H, he's the guy that, um, started it. And he's also the guy who was really big in the founding of uh, Firefox. So I want I bring it up because I want to bring up, um, I want to get back more into a little bit about libertarianism in crypto because I've been listening to some interviews. I saw Ivan on Tech interview, uh, Roger Ver, and just the, what BTC, what BCH is trying to do and like kind of trying to scam people into taking over the bitcoin name when it's not i guess this is all it's like this is the wild west because there's no like um step-by-step -step process of how to um overcome bitcoin and take their name from them like ethereum did with ethereum classic and so um i, I so just like that made me start thinking going down the rabbit hole of, of, of the brave browser created by a guy who seems like a nice person but then um, a few years back when California had uh, a proposition to ban gay marriage, he was a huge financial supporter of pushing that law through. And it did pass. And then we ended up passing another law that says gay marriage is allowed. But it made me question the idea of libertarianism in general of and the idea of freedom that libertarians constantly throw around the word freedom, seemingly having no idea what the word actually means. Because what is freedom? Is freedom the ability to take away someone else's freedom? Because I don't believe that's called freedom. I think that's oppression. When you take away someone else's freedom, that's oppression. And so you shouldn't be free to take away someone else's freedom. And it's the idea that you're using your religious beliefs to take away somebody else's freedom and then calling yourself a libertarian uh, kind of rubs me the wrong way. Because if, if your idea is less regulation, I've never met a, a libertarian who actually wants less regulation. They just want less regulation about what they're passionate about. They don't mind regulation against, you know, uh, immigrants or gay people or black people or Mexicans or whatever. They're, they're always fine with that. But when it comes to their pot or having to pay taxes or these things, um, they're all of a sudden very up in arms about freedom. And so, the idea is like as a crypto as a crypto space, the idea of Bitcoin came from wanting to decouple from 
you know, big banks and government control of fiat and all these things. And, and so if that's what the crypto ecosystem is about, that's what it was generally or initially for, should we be supporting the Brave browser when it's a guy who is totally okay with taking away the rights of gay people? And so I think, I, I think this is a question, I think in my mind, this is like the first real, I think like maybe Ripple was kind of the first crossroads for people of like, well, is a, is a cryptocurrency that's for banks technically a cryptocurrency? I think that was the first kind of like moment where we had to question cryptocurrency in general. And I think this is going to be another one um, if people become aware of it. And so I just wanted to get your opinion about it. All right. So what I think about this is, uh, first of all, this brave browser guy just sounds like an asshole. Uh, I don't know anything about his libertarian politics other than he just sounds like a jerk. Uh, you hear that, Brandon? <laughs> I called that on Michael. Uh, <laughs> um, one person who watches that's so, going to be pissed off at you. So, uh, but okay. So here's a, here's an, here's an issue that I, that I struggle with myself. And that is when you have these innovative things, doing things to, you know, further technology or to, to just basically these are not, these are not political figures in our lives, at least, at least not yet, at least hopefully not. I mean, I guess, I don't know, I guess John McAfee is running for president again or whatever, yeah. but, um, but, uh, I don't see this this guy. What's his name again? Brad. Brandon, Brad Brandon, something. Brandon. Brandon Ike. Brandon something. Yeah. Um, Brandon something. Like I don't. Brandon. I don't really. I don't really see this guy as uh, somebody who's like you know going after tons of power. Uh, did he use his? Uh, I guess did he use his, his status as the as the developer of Firefox to 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 further an, in, uh, a campaign against gay marriage in, in California. If you, he did, you then the money he made, made from it to fund an anti gay marriage. Well, campaign. Yeah. And then in that case, then the, then anybody who has an issue with that, that is free to boycott. Um, Absolutely. And that's why he got fired from uh, Firefox. Cause fire, he, he became the chairman of it in Firefox and then right. came out and Firefox was like, Nope, you're fired. You know, and and that's something that we all have the choice to do. If we if we don't believe in somebody's <clears throat> political agenda, that we don't need to support their business or support their products. Yeah. Um, and uh, and great, but at the same free time, market. free market at work. That's well, what the free market is. I think uh, I think a lot of people in this country and around the world, uh, they really want to use applications and they want to use the technology. And they probably don't care much about the politics because they don't know about it. Like I didn't really know yeah. anything about Firefox or the Brave browser until you brought it up. Um, and I, I, I probably should know about it because these are issues I care about. Um, I find the, the crypto community to be as a whole pretty tolerant. I mean, more than I would expect from, from, from a majority of libertarians. Um, and libertarians, like you say, they, they they claim to be very tolerant, but when it comes to, you know, it's, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I know some libertarians that are very tolerant of things like gay rights and, uh, 
And so it's it's one of those things where I don't like to make gross generalizations of large groups of people. Um, sure, sure. Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, Bitcoin Cash. Look, and and, 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 and let, let me interject by saying I've met plenty of Democrats who are the antithesis of Democrats half the time, or, or of, or of oh God, liberals. I hate and, I've, and, I've, and I've met plenty of conservatives who are the antithesis of conservative. And so I'm not saying oh, libertarian is like this, but to me, just as a whole, that platform kind of rubs me the wrong way of, it's a bunch of people who meet at a convention center that they drove on the public roads and used the public streetlights and you know, they took all the advantages of the of the U.S. taxpayer and then are complaining about taxes now. And, and you know, I got in an argument with my cousin about this and he said. Or no, I got a, an argument with a guy on Facebook and he said, you know, you're a fucking shill if you are down for paying taxes with a violent government that, you know, interjects in world war, you know, in different world, uh, different, different countries and wars all over the world. I'm like. That's what democracy is. If you don't like that, you don't like the people in power. It's not that like our government is just a car and it doesn't mm -hmm. go anywhere on its own. It's not a self-driving car. It's a car. You have to elect somebody to sit in the driver's seat and steer the car. You have to elect somebody to change the oil to make sure the car runs properly. You have to elect somebody to pump gas into the car to make sure the car can actually go somewhere. Like the people we elect are the people who make the tool work. If you don't like the people, don't burn the car down. You just I don't know. The people. I, I, I can see why you'd want to burn the car down. Uh, when 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 the system for electing people is pretty broken. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I mean, maybe we shouldn't get started talking about the the electoral process in this country because it's it's pretty messed up, in my opinion. Um, you know what you mentioned about about Roger Vera and Bitcoin Cash and and the Ivan on Tech interview. I, I didn't see it. I don't think I could sit through that. But man, he's he's kind of been interviewing a bunch of assholes recently. Yeah, no, he's he? been he's been very tolerant of of letting people talk. I tuned into the Brock Pierce live Oof, live I Brock Pierce it thing for five minutes. I was like, Holy my shit, God, this guy, guy doesn't know anything about cryptocurrency and he doesn't know anything about what he's even doing on the air with Ivan on tech. Like, what I the know. Fuck is... <laughs> that guy is the biggest tool I've ever, I've ever seen. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it's what, what, what I, what I th think is interesting is that, you know, Roger Ver and the Bitcoin cash crew, uh, Craig Wright and all of them, they honestly believe, do they honestly believe that, that Bitcoin Cash is a better alternative to Bitcoin. They do. That's the thing. And and so I like to look at this like, well, you know, what does Bitcoin Cash have to offer as a communications, as a technology, as a as a protocol? Uh, it actually does do things better than Bitcoin in a, in a lot of ways, um, at least at least theoretically. And uh, and so that makes me think, okay, well, it's not as evil as everyone says it is. It's not as I, the the marketing is very manipulative. I really hate the uh, I really hate the ads with all the girls in bikinis hanging out with like wearing Bitcoin Cash T-shirts and stuff like that. I think that's pretty yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I mean, who knows what the story behind those pictures are? But they don't paint a very well. Like when he's being interviewed by Ivan on Tech, he has Bitcoin.com behind him. They have the Bitcoin handle on Twitter. 
he invented that term, that phrase, Bitcoin core. So I actually got a response from their developer. So this is what I said on the iOS app. Oh, this is this is good material right here. Said the, out. the fact that the devs stock response to complaints about this scam app is to try to rename Bitcoin and confuse new users by calling it Bitcoin core, which isn't a real thing, shows you why you need to avoid this app. Roger Ver and his team's only goal is to use decept deception to lure new users out of their hard-earned money by confusing them into buying Bitcoin cash. Don't be fooled. Bitcoin core does not exist. There's Bitcoin and there's everything else. The hash voted Roger and it didn't choose you. And so this was his response or, or the dev's response. Hi there. Please understand that Bitcoin core is the accurate nomenclature for BTC, the currency. So he is just it? lied right off the bat. Nowhere in the white paper am I familiar with the term Bitcoin core. So how yeah. is that? That's the that's the appropriate nomenclature for people in the Bitcoin cash community. That's the appropriate nomenclature to deceive people who don't know any better. But that's not you can't say that's the accurate nomenclature. There's Bitcoin and then there's Bitcoin cash. My thing is, I don't have a problem with Bitcoin cash itself. If you claim to be better than Bitcoin, then take ownership yeah, in Bitcoin cash. Be proud of Bitcoin cash. I mean, it's the marketing that's completely have that messed be your, up. Have that be your website. Have that be when you get interviewed by Ivan on Tech, have BitcoinCash.com behind your net. Take ownership and pride of Bitcoin Cash if you claim that it's better than Bitcoin. Because right now, it sounds that you don't even believe your own words. When you say Bitcoin Core, Bitcoin.com, it sounds that you're just like some sad individual who tried to take over Bitcoin and you lost. And now instead of taking pride in what you created, you're constantly trying to run away from it. And it's just like, it, it why doesn't, not just be proud of it? It doesn't seem to work very well for them. I mean, like it, maybe it's too late to change their marketing strategy um, and like actually go, okay, you know what? We're, we're gonna actually use bitcoincash.com instead. It's never too late. I, I, it's never too <laughs> yeah. late. I, I that would probably help them actually because there's a lot of there's a lot of people who do you know seem to appreciate what they're doing at least in a speculative way, um, but but uh, but yeah I mean it's well, that's, just like market manipulation like they're they're advertising right now that they hit their they hit Bitcoin's hash rate um, a year after existence or like you know like within the first year. It's just like, well, Bitcoin, nobody knew what Bitcoin was for the first eight years. Mm -hmm. You know, you had how, yeah. like, how, how few people were actually using it. And so to say like, oh, we're at the same level of Bitcoin is just like, bullshit. Come on, give me a break. Like the fact that you have to say those things and like you're just so insecure about your own product, that just screams sad. Like that just, yeah. just screams pathetic. It's just like, but if you say, hey, this is what we do. This is why we're better than Bitcoin. This is why I think this is why we think we should be used as a daily currency. And Bitcoin, let Bitcoin be be a store of value. That's great. It, it's great for that. But Bitcoin Cash is greater for day-to-day -day services. And that's what we're trying to achieve. And and own that. Take ownership of that. Because right now, I think they realize Litecoin is better than Bitcoin Cash. Nano is better than Bitcoin. Like Nano right now is the king of transactions. No one's beating that. And so yeah. they know they can't beat that. So right now they know that they're not Bitcoin and they're not Nano. They're not even Litecoin. 
And so if they're not either of those things, who are they? And I think that's what they're realizing. Yeah, I mean, I it's imagine. totally messed up. I, any any kind of advertising rubs me the wrong, wrong way because it feels like then, I mean, whenever, whenever we're talking about uh, assets that we can invest in and there's a lot of advertising for ICOs or cryptocurrencies, I feel like, oh man, this just reminds me of the stock market. And yeah. that's, I mean, Bitcoin has no marketing and Nano has no marketing, really. I mean, besides their branding or whatever. And uh, yeah. um, so... So yeah, any kind of, especially trying to take over the Bitcoin name with with advertising and marketing just seems backwards to me. But yeah. anyway, yeah. So 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 these uh, these libertarians in crypto, huh? <laughs> Damn yeah, you, libertarians! Uh, yeah. So so what yeah. are what are what are the uh, what are the cryptocurrencies that are the most uh, that are the most left wing? <laughs> Oh my God! The most the most progressive cryptos. Um, there, there's got to be some. I think Stellar and Nano, in my mind, because Stellar's Stellar, trying to Stellar trying to be does. nonprofit. Stellar um, does, uh, yeah, they're they're they they're nonprofit and they're they're trying to be sort of all inclusive and <laughs> and uh, and I don't know. I would argue that Stellar is is uh, is just as I mean, it's just as viable as a, as a currency is. Litecoin. Well, they're not trying to be a currency. I think they're they're just trying to be the they're token trying to be the payment that converts currencies all over the world. That's all they're trying to do. They're not yeah. trying to get rid of fiat. They're not trying to get rid of any of that stuff. They're literally just trying to be a, a conversion tool to convert anything in the moment. So I could. So if you're in Germany, I can send you five US, and you get it ten seconds later, and it's now the equivalent of in euro. Um, and it doesn't yeah, well, that matter. that quickly that quickly becomes a currency then, um, of its own. Could if be. it's got units. Yeah. yeah, I don't see how I don't see how it wouldn't. Then I think um, Nano being free to use is, in my mind, the most liberal left wing thing you possibly be. That's like you know, yeah, bordering on communism right there, or socialism. Where I don't not not even that. Just like I like the idea of free is interesting if everyone's using it yeah but I, could, I could literally see people trying to like claim they were communists or something like that or it's, socialists yeah it's, it's a it's a weird it's a weird thing that we have to i mean that that i mean money is something that we've associated with politics forever because it's been associated with politics i mean yeah king kings and emperors always wanted all the money and they wanted to control the money and you paid taxes to them so so um, and now it's something that the government uh, has a lot of control over. But uh, uh, when you when you take that away from a government's power, when you take that power away from a government, it still remains a political tool um, as much as as much as any you know strong opinions or strong power, strong anything that has a lot of leverage. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting when you give that political power to a large distributed group of people see what happens because we haven't had that in so long i mean i can't can't think of i can't think of the last time that we've had a global we've had an an, an opportunity to take we've had a global opportunity to take that control back from governments i can't think of anything within my lifetime at least or even within the last few hundred years. Yeah, but for what purpose? Like, I, like my my main issue with Bitcoin 
is it's the most wasteful project in my mind invented by man because so. you have a proof of work where you're mining for something and you're literally mining nothing and nothing becomes better after it. You're using energy, you're wasting all this energy, you're using all these resources to create these miners and this and that and this and that. And literally like you solve an equation or whatever, but you're not solving an equation to like cure cancer. You're not, you know, donating your servers to you know, nonprofit organizations. But you're verifying transactions. You're verifying transactions. And so, I mean, have we done the math? Have we figured out that proof of work is actually more wasteful than printing money? No, versus like nano. Like I don't need to run a five thousand dollars server. Okay, but to do let's a compare it to the systems. Let's compare it to the systems that we already have in place. I mean, uh, that like one of the reasons that there are that people still appreciate proof of work is it's very easy to keep it distributed, um, and keep it decentralized. Now the with ASIC miners. The the energy usage, um, I mean, that's something that's going to go away over time. That's something that's going to improve. I don't know. And when I think about the amount of waste that goes into reprinting money every two years or whatever, every six months, I don't even know how often money is is printed. But I don't. I mean, I disagree. With, but but money's being used. Yeah, I guess so. Bitcoin's I mean, being hodled for the most part. Yeah, but you know, the, fewer and fewer uh, businesses are accepting. I mean, now it's a, starting to shift and where people are starting to take a lot of currencies. But no, I mean, like, of, so like we, like we know nano can work. We know nano works. We know you can just run the app on your phone and that's a node and blah, blah, and it, and it works and it can, and you don't need to run a $5,000 server, $10,000 server or an ASIC machine to make it, to make it work. And so, you're, we're using a ton of energy. Like I like the idea of like powering a supercomputer or using that energy to further mankind or solve the unsolvable, you know, question to the universe yeah, what or something a, like that. Like yeah, why not use that stuff, for good? And stuff like that? Uh, yeah. So uh, we're, you're going to shill your nano bags until the end of time. <laughs> I just want something that works, man. That doesn't cost. That's free to yeah, use. Kind of, and, no, and I do. I do shill it. I'm not. I'm not, sh I'm not actively shilling it. I'm just proud of what they've accomplished, and think more people should use it. Like, and and I'm the perfect. And I'm the. Uh, and I don't believe it should be worth ten thousand dollars. Like, because in my mind, that's the antithesis antithesis of crypto. Like, crypto is meant to be used. If it's worth ten thousand dollars, only a fraction of of humans can actually own one nano. A yeah. tiny fraction. And so if the purpose is to try to get every single person in the world to use a cryptocurrency, it needs to be attainable by every single human being on the planet. And so like yeah. the idea that the, that the, the value of it increases makes it kind of the antithesis of, hold on. We live in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Because although you hear those all over the world. Yeah. All right. I've got to go pretty soon sign off but uh i want to talk about one more thing that's been kind of kind of coming up recently and i haven't so i was watching the nba finals in mexico last week and did you see uh, my commercial and 
Uh, what's that? Did you see my commercial? You, you had you had a commercial. You had, had a commercial, commercial on the NBA finals. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. I didn't I didn't see it. I, I usually watch the commercials really closely because I make I work in commercials too. But um, yeah. we were in a bar, so it was kind of hard to see. But there was one commercial that I did notice, and that was for the uh, IBM blockchain thing. Nice. Um, what was your commercial? Uh, what was what, what were you selling? I'm embarrassed because it's a horrible. It's like Monsanto. It's it's buyer. You, you don't have to talk about it. I just it's, did an ad for Dupont. Yeah, Dupont it's, bi, bi, bio, it's biochemicals. Or, yeah, so I did I did buyer which bought out Mon, Monsanto and it was for weed killer which like kills human fucking beings and I was like I just feel like it makes me like not sleep at night. I'm a fucking horrible human being. But All right, well I gotta pay rent. What what what? I'm literally that, everything that I rail against. So yes, That's I know that so I'm funny. hypocritical. Fuck. Okay, well let, let me admit to working on. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I should say this. Um, so the uh, the mnemonic sound design for Chase Bank. <laughs> oh my god. That's fine. <laughs> and I've done American Express, and I've done Bank of America ad. So oh, yeah. isn't it awful? <laughs> like I feel so shitty, but like, like. I mean, hey, the way I, get to pay the way I see month, it, I feel good. <laughs> If they are going to use my music in their ads, then like the joke is on them, you know, really, yeah. because I just made some crappy music for them to use. Oh, nothing. What's funny is I showed a commercial right. for Amazon Photos three months after Amazon banned me from using their site. Amazon banned you? I got banned really? from using Amazon. They, they they canceled my account or something. Why? They what still you... they never told me why. I was on the phone with them for an hour, and they're like, nobody could figure out okay. why. Now here's a good segue so, then, because what I want to talk about is Amazon Web Services, and okay. and the, that is so 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 while I was watching the M NBA Finals, I didn't see your ad, but I did see the IBM blockchain commercial, and I was like, oh boy, and uh, and we know about Azure, the Microsoft Bitcoin, uh, Microsoft Bitcoin, Microsoft blockchain solution. Now we've got AWS in the game, and and uh, you know I hear a lot of people, you know, saying like, why would you want to use ethereum when you can use aws the amazon web services it's cheaper and it's faster and uh it's a better option and yeah. and, and and this is this is actually great that amazon is do doing this because what it really does is it makes people realize that bitcoin and ethereum the reason that and you know this is this is my this is one of the reasons i love cryptocurrency is because it really boils down Da boils everything down to censorship resistance and how that is the most important thing in 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 a in a protocol in a in a platform like ethereum like that is the reason that you want to use it so that yeah. no one can shut you down so that no one can shut you up so whenever people say well why wouldn't you just use amazon web service why wouldn't you just use azure or whatever google is going to come up with because it'll it'll undoubtedly be better than more efficient than ethereum it'll be more user friendly yeah. um and it, it's probably true you know there's going to be like an apple ios version of the blockchain which everybody, everybody can do their build their apps on um but i i really hope that people take that censorship censorship resistance seriously like like the like you like you don't want you you want a single point of failure a potential single point of failure for your application and and one of the examples that i sort of came up with is like what if you had like uh what if you had an emergency service and 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 i was thinking about uh i was thinking about anthony bourdain's suicide 
you know and and i was thinking like what if you had a a suicide hotline or something on the blockchain where privacy was so important and and uh and you would never want it to be shut down you would want it to run 365 days a year 24 7. like that's not something i would want to trust to google or amazon when with, with that sort of thing i mean like that that's what i wanted to to just mention on the air and say like this is a really important thing and when people start this this also goes back to i'm going to stop in a second but uh, this also goes back to uh my fear of cryptocurrencies just becoming the new wall street because yeah. i think that when people start just to say saying oh i want to invest in something that's got good partnerships and it's got good marketing and it's got you know a product and a use case it's like no no we should be really focusing on things that the government can't shut down that a corporation can't shut down that just turn off because it's getting out of hand like that's this is one of the reasons that i'm into cryptocurrency and i'm a big fan of it what do you think i think i i like i like your point about the partnerships and in you know the mvps and this and that and and it kind of go goes back to my idea of that that artist coin that we we talked about where and it made me realize of like if i wanted to do it i'd want to just put up one page on the on the website and have it be like this only works this only has value if you give it value like the cryptocurrency community needs to decide what has value and what doesn't have value we can't wait for wall street to make it have value we can't wait for the value to become worth investing in to start using it because it, it goes back to what I was saying is like, like the higher the price, the less people want to actually use it. They want to use it as a store of value. And like, we're kind of slowly strangling the idea of cryptocurrency for the original use case of actually using it to exchange things back and forth. And, and the so, more people that the more, the more crypto mimics, the stock market the more people are going to assume that this just represents a business and that's yeah. the value that they're going to get out of it and that's what i'm afraid of um i i like to see applications where where privacy is important even if we don't value privacy in the future i think it's something that that we're going to want to decide uh as a culture that we don't value it anymore rather yeah. than having rather than you know the government saying well you can't value privacy because we're watching you all the time yeah um but yeah i just wanted to throw that out there as a concern i think i don't want people to forget about it as they're getting into crypto for the first time i know it's exciting when 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 price is really volatile and it's a market where you might be able to make lots of money maybe not today but you know in the future like that's going to be the reason that a lot of people flock to it and i just want to keep on reminding people that the reason the main reason that we use Bitcoin, Ethereum, Monero, all of these things is because they can't be stopped by any one entity. Exactly. Um, and and uh, and as soon as we start saying, well, you can just use AWS, or you can use Microsoft, or you can use IBM, or you can use Google, like they're going to be better for your business. Yeah, maybe they're better for your business, but are they better for what we need cryptocurrency for? So I think we need to start. I think. Uh somebody needs to start like just breaking down which cryptocurrencies are decentralized and which aren't which are which need to be decentralized like bitcoin monero nano ethereum litecoin these things and then which don't need to be decentralized like stellar is a company 
It's it yeah. wants to serve a purpose. It wants to work with fiat. It wants to work with businesses. It wants to work. It's like, and they're not, you know, they work with IBM. They're not ashamed of that. And that's their model. And like, I don't think we need to necessarily badmouth Ripple, but I think we also just need to acknowledge that Ripto isn't necessarily a cryptocurrency. It's an exchange currency. It's not meant to be decentralized. It's not meant, it's like we can use this tech for things that aren't necessarily decentralization but i think people need just need to be educated on these things first because that's when it starts to become like investing in businesses and businesses are going to be start coming in more and is that mm -hmm. what i mean it's just ah oh, man <laughs> I, it makes yeah, me really uh, depressed about about cryptocurrency in general and about the money yes. i have in there because i feel like i got into yeah, it for the no I, I know what you mean. i got in there to to invest and it's just like that's not what this well, should be. About. I mean, that's not a that's not a bad reason to get involved. I mean, I mean, it's the reason that anybody cares about it right now. Uh, you know, Satoshi didn't invent something completely original. I mean, the the concept of a blockchain has been around for decades. He just put a dollar sign on it. Now he also made it something. He also called it peer to peer cash. He's the one who created the white paper for it. He made it work in the proof of work system. Um, but you know, when we had digital confirmation chains in the 90s uh, that were being used to make sure that there were no flaws in, in computer programs to make sure that they were actually functioning uh, autonomously. Um, that was something that existed. You put a dollar sign on that and all of a sudden people, they want it. They, 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 yeah. they realize, oh, I can use this to buy drugs. I can use this to, uh, you know, donate to wikileaks i can use this for all these different purposes that i couldn't use actual money for and it's it's growing in value so uh i can actually you know i can i can invest in this and i can flip it that's a fine reason to get interested in it and then i mean you get interested in it and you learn all these other things about it and and even though not every application needs to be decentralized i do like that it's something that all of these businesses are considering as something of value yeah. Just like Google is saying, actually, you know what? Open source software is really popular right now. Maybe we should actually go open source with, with our software to 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 appeal to people. I mean, that's yeah. a great thing. Rather than Google saying, you know what? Let's close up more and more. Let's be more secretive about what we're doing. Um, so I think it's a good trend. Even if not every decentralized application actually needs to be decentralized, I think it's a good thing for them to be to, to be catering to. Yeah, but to, you know that's my opinion. And if that's all, if that's anyway. all cryptocurrency does is pull corporations to the left and make them more transparent and more decentralized. Then that's a good thing. If that's all that we get out of this, that's a good thing. Would, yeah, I'd be sad about that if that's all we got. But if that's all we got, it wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, so. it would be pretty pretty cool to see. But I mean, it's going to be an uphill battle against services like. Like like WS, especially when when Microsoft buys GitHub. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's, that's, a that's I think that might be a topic for another for another episode. Absolutely. But that's there's some. I was looking into that too, and I think there's a lot of rumors going around about that. I think we need to remember that GitHub is something that actually can be owned by an entity. Uh, the Git itself is something that is always going to be decentralized. So that's good. It's always going to be something that's open to everybody. Yeah. Um, there's a difference between the Git and the GitHub. So somebody has to own the GitHub. Somebody has to actually maintain it. 
sure. And uh, sure. Um, so anyway, we should probably end it there because I got to get going. But life a, calls. Yes. Um, until the next episode, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, we're going to start getting our shit together on <laughs> iTunes and the podcast will continue. It yeah. will increase in, in production value. I guarantee it. <laughs> or, or, or it won't. Or it'll take it. <laughs> I mean, worse. right now, right now, no one really cares about Bitcoin. Cause it's at what? Oh, we should actually call out the, the, oh, dude, it's at like $3,000 right, right now. Yeah. I haven't bloody, looked at it. I just Sunday. saw, I looked at a, uh, I looked at a chart and I was like, I don't need to see that right now. Yeah. I was about to actually look and see what my portfolio is worth. And I was like, nah. So it's Sunday, June 10th and Bitcoin is $6,770. Yeah. Um, and the market cap yeah. is below 300 million or 300 billion. Sorry. Yeah. Good times. Yep. Buying. It's a buying opportunity. Yeah. Sure. It's an accum accumulation <laughs> phase. I hate that. It's word. accumulation. It's altcoin accumulation. It's yeah. it's healthy for Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't look good, but uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, It'll turn around. Everything does. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. We'll catch Michael, you next time. I'll see you later. All right, yeah. KJ, All right. Fine. Thanks, everybody. Okay. Bye.